þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Nicest wine here in Tjarnarbjö. Do and I have lovely glasses. These are probably the loveliest I've seen in the city. Yes, and we took them without permission. Shh. I took them. <laughs> you without. took them. Y- you looked the other way. I did look the other way, but yeah. I'm also partaking. You looked the other way while saying, "Grab one for me." <laughs> <laughs> hey. I've just flyered this city. It was soul destroying. I need this. Yes, of course. Flyering is bad. It's awful. Or as I learned in the uh, in the comedy show, uh, Crossing with Pete Holmes, based on his true experience as an up and coming, well, just coming, I guess. Well, just a, a comedian mm-hmm. uh, doing, uh, trying to get noticed. Noticed in New York, and mm-hmm. then he does what's called parking. What's that? That's when you stand at the corner and say, "Hey, you want to see comedy?" and and pass out flyers. That's just basically pass oh. flyer passing. You know, in the in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, none like you know when you've made it because you have people who fly for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I remember I, when we did the flyering for Australia comedy show that last year. That was hard. I thought, like, I shouldn't be doing this. I have a television show! <laughs> but then I thought, but I'm in Iceland, so it's just nothing. I mean, come on, presidents yeah. sell hot dogs in this country. They do. And not literally, but it's, like, it's possible. It's possible. Anyone could go back to selling a hot dog mm-hmm. in this country, but that's also what's cool about this country. No one looks down on you for having a day job, except for the tourists. Except for the because they're like, oh my god, why you just did a great show last night? Why are you working here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, have you? Is, are you poor? Have I you tried just, not being poor? I was just, just thinking about when we were <clears> when. <throat> I ha- I met you mm. at Billabowski's the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, then I went. Out, yeah, you st- I said I need a drink, and he said I- I'm here at Lebowski's and I said okay, I'll just come over, and uh, and I thought I hope he's not sitting with any like just horrible people. Yeah, and uh, lo and behold, you were sitting with a three. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't with me. No, they weren't. I was like, I was like, oh, Jonathan, why, why, why? Yeah, I why had, is this happening? I had no idea they were going to be there. Like, so they were um, because sometimes like people, you just like people, like annoying people sit around you because you are nice or something. I think I'm approachable. You're approachable. That's yeah. the word. I'm approachable, which, yeah, is, which you are nice. not. You're, yeah. No, I am not nice. <laughs> I am nice. And you're nice and unapproachable and it works better for you, but I'm, I'm approachable and a bitch. <laughs> which is actually yeah. worse off for the person approaching me because they go, oh, he's nice and approachable, and then after five minutes they're like, I need to get away from this Do company. you often find that some of these girls just want to hang around with you like a token gay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. fag hags. Oh, yeah. But that one, that was interesting because the guy who was I was sitting with before yeah. you came he's a sound uh, engineer works on films mm. um, so I know him from some other projects and we were just having a beer together while I was waiting for you those girls had been basically on him all night at the other bar and he thought he'd escaped them right then they went to the bathroom saw him sitting with me and then invited themselves over okay and was, then, he, was he that cute or what, what's going on well he's pretty cute yeah. but I mean he's got a girlfriend and she works in film as well and yeah. she's also gorgeous mm-hmm. um, but yeah he's, he's one of the sound operators on Stella alright okay yeah, <clears throat> but that's that's something I did this week. Yes, you did. I got to work on on a two show. A two A two show on the two on the telly. Yes, yes. As in, and was it fun? It was long. It was because yes. it's been a while since I've worked on a big production mm-hmm. uh, film set, and I forgot how long the days are. 
And it's like, and because this one, obviously I'm, I'm just having a guess that their, you know, budget is tight. So they have to do a lot of night shoots because closing down roads and using places that are businesses, Mm -hmm. you have to pay a lot when it's during the day. That's right. And one of the benefits of shooting in Iceland is we have daylight all the time. Oh, that's right. There's a rock party of that show tonight. I was probably going to go to it. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't get invited. No, I didn't officially get invited because I'm just... Uh, I don't think there's official invites. I think it's no. just like if you worked on the show, you can yeah. go. Well, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the hat writer told me about it. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, they told me the makeup artist said, oh, we'll see you at the rap party. Who I won't go unless I'm going with someone. It's like, it's one of those parties where you feel very awkward coming at alone. Yeah, because you don't really know anyone. Yes, I had this, I had this new bit. I'm, I, it's, I'm not too sure it's a bit or a thought. Uh-huh. But it's about what stand-up comedy is like. Okay, go on. And it's like when you know that feeling when you're late in at a, a dinner party. Uh huh. And uh, like everyone is sitting down and starting to eat, and you and then you are, uh, arrive, and then everybody looks at you. Yeah. And you feel the need to entertain them, to entertain them for a little while, or just to just to ha- make the atmosphere less tense. Yeah. Yeah. And tense the atmosphere. Okay. Being a stand-up is that feeling times, uh, like, for, for 10 to 15 minutes yeah, 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 yeah. and nothing to eat. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Some, well, yeah, well, some, really? Sometimes. Well, I don't, I guess I'm, I'm long gone. I mean, you. how long have you been doing now? Five years? Stand-up? Uh, seven, maybe. Seven. I mean, I'm in year 13, uh. so I don't really feel that way so much anymore. I'm, I'm at a point now where I know I've been doing it long enough. It's like, whatever. I've done the worst possible gigs you can do. I got it. You know? Yeah. I, ha- I kind of feel like I'm at a similar place, but at least I went to... What I was doing this weekend was touring Finland, at least. Mm. Two cities. Mm-hmm. One uh, comedy festival and... Uh, Another uh, gig at another place. It was all in all, I think I did, uh, it was five, six gigs mm-hmm. in three days. And uh, and I found myself doing a lot of improvisation. Nice. Yes. And I also did that last time I did the stand-up in Icelandic and Atura, So You also did improv then. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's the reason yeah I, I, like at comedy friendly places and, it's it's easier to do that and where you don't yeah. have just five minutes or whatever yeah. then I can just that's that's I think that's where I shine yeah. as well when, when I'm not limited to five, I hate doing five minutes I'm still saying hello yeah even ten minutes I'm still giving my hellos to the audience you know I get it I get the five minute thing but uh, 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 20 minutes I'll, I'll do 20 minutes 20 is, is nice yeah. 20 is nice yeah. but I find I find when I meet comedians who are like relatively new and and you you know that you're that they're like what are you doing this week I've got a gig this weekend how long do you have to do half an hour have you got half an hour of material yeah and yeah. they they can't under, they can't fathom what it's like to have half an hour is a dude. I can do two and a half hours I if have you really want me to. Three hours of material at least, and, uh, and but if I would be doing it while improvising in between, then you could do a night, be, yeah. a whole night. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe do like a marathon, a stand-up marathon for a culture night. Really? Yeah. Just you? Just me, for at least three hours. Ah. Uh. Is it weird that my response is, oh. No, it's very encouraging. Sorry, I just think that's very, it's brave. Yeah, I think it is, I know. Personally, I would, if, I, I know I could do that, but I wouldn't do it alone. No, I, no, but it's not a marathon if you're doing it with someone, then it's that, what's it called, butter flip. Uh, when you pass the, the, the relay. Relay thing. Yeah. Yeah? I guess. <laughs> You're going to do a comedy marathon of many or not? I'm not dis- I haven't decided on it, but I'm thinking about I might do it. Uh-huh. Because um, I've done... Uh, the, my, uh, the most I've done is an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And it was just straight-up material. I could, And I have... If I do that material, mm. plus what I've done since then, then that's three hours. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think I can do it. I don't see why not. Mm. Mm. I know I could. 
Yeah. Do three hours. I just think people get tired. Yeah, right. Because like, I remember once I went to see Kathy Griffin live mm-hmm. in Melbourne, and she. Um, you know, the, I think there's a reason why the majority of like the top level comics tend to just do an hour. Mm-hmm. They just do an hour show. Um, she, cause she can just go until you tell her to stop. She has yeah. a huge gift at that. And mm-hmm. I remember in the second hour of the show, there was no break mm-hmm. in the second hour. You could see people were starting to like move around in their seats. Yeah. Cause even the comedy's hilarious. If you're in a theater, I think not everyone can sit through more than no, an hour. No, here's the thing. It, ha- it won't have a, a sit- an audience sitting through it. It's going to be... A, Just come in a, and a, out a, whenever rotating, you want. Which will be distracting. Yeah. But I guess, like, in an hour, I will already have lost my mind a little bit, so I won't yeah. notice. You know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to have, like, rotating comedians in shop windows. Right. And the speaker is just out on the street. Hmm? So you're like replacing a mannequin in a store. But then you can't hear the audience. Well, you of course you can hear the audience. But then it's a yeah, bit like yes. there's there's a show, um, there's a web series, I think it's called Seven Minutes in Purgatory, mm. where they get comedians to perform in a theater in Hollywood yes. to nobody, but the audience is actually on the roof watching them on a screen. Right. So they have no idea if what they're doing is working or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's online. You should watch it. That's pretty. I think that sounds good. Yeah. Then then you won't be distracted by you have and you have to rely on your material and you have no idea. Yeah. I when I I try for the first time for a while I did like I hadn't done this for years Mm. Uh, at the hotel room in in Kuopio in Finland. I uh, isn't that where my ex is from? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Probably, yes. Yeah. It might be, yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Um, so I was in my hotel room just uh, uh, practicing my set mm. because I had I also had some new jokes there which I hadn't said before. Yeah. And I tried to, but it's just... What, I remember doing it before I did my first set ever. And then I managed to, like... I was, t- I was just timing myself. Mm. But uh, when I did... Uh, when I did this, uh, and I managed to do that for the first time, but now I, I was too, I couldn't, I was always just stopped in the middle of a joke and started thinking about something else. Yeah. It is the whole adrenaline, the whole. It, it feeds you and you go, oh my, and you find things yeah. on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's. If you're in a hotel room, you go like, <sighs> should I maybe skip this one or should I add to it? Or what? I wonder what's in the minibar. Or what is on the television in another country? That's all I care about in a hotel room. Yeah, Finnish television is... Uh, I never... I mean, uh, I, uh, I just flip... I have a tradition whenever I come to, home, come to the uh, hotel room after a gig. McDonald's? McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Weed, if I, if I have it. And uh, then I will flip through the stations until I find Fraser. Or Cheers, mm-hmm. or Ghost, the movie, uh-huh. or <laughs> this time just Family Guy. That's the only thing I could find. I find any time, anywhere I am in the world, if I feel homesick and, and The Simpsons is on, I feel fine. Yeah. Because I watched a lot of it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, well that's nice. Yes, it is very nice. I had a tampon up my nose all weekend. Yes, because I wrote that. You did write that. I wrote that, that tampon in you. You wrote that tampon in me. And i got to tell you, I was looking very forward to the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, look out for it. It'll, it'll be in, I think, 2018 it's coming out, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Or later okay. this year. I have no idea. Okay. But, uh, I mean, Stella, the woman, hey, that eat, mm-hmm. she's lovely. She's so nice. We got, got on very well. Um, I, I like when you work with people who are actually famous. Mm-hmm. And they're nice, mm-hmm. and they're interested in you, and you're interested in them, and you're having chats, and yeah, it was nice working with her. Cool, cool, but when cool. we finally got to shoot my scene going into the elevator, um, uh, so they, the way they did it was I was supposed to have a nosebleed going into the elevator, and then it starts bleeding. So before every time we opened the elevator door, I had to tilt my head back while they shoved fake blood up there, uh-huh. make sure it didn't run too much. Uh-huh. Then I had to keep my head back until they shouted action, then drop my head down, swipe the elevator, open the elevator door, go in, press a button, and try and do it all before the nose started bleeding. Yeah. And then I did the whole thing, then shoved a tampon up it. Uh-huh. 
And then as soon as the director yelled cut, after the first four times, I was fine. After the fourth time, I'm starting to go, please tell me this, this was the take. Yeah. Please tell me this was the take. Please tell me this. 17 times mm-hmm. I had to put that tampon up my nose. And each time, it, it's such an odd sensation because the, the blood is quite sticky. So it just in that short time, I come out of the elevator. I'm not allowed to get my clothes like blood on them. You know, because it's for continuity purposes. So I, I come out of the elevator with my hands in the air and my head held back. And then some makeup artist had to pull the tampon out of my nose, which feels weird because it's wet and slimy and sticky at the same time. And it feels like a relief to pull it out. And then they wipe it and then they put more blood up there. And it just kept doing that for seven. We almost ran out of tampons. Um, <laughs> But then when we did, uh, there was another scene. So I come out of the elevator. So the day before we did the scene where I come out of the elevator and I have the tampons to let my nose and I'm guiding her through the hallways of Harpa. Mm -hmm. And they had to reset something. So we went and sat down and had a, you know, a coffee and we're just having a chat 20 minutes into this conversation. I suddenly went, Oh wait, I don't have to have this up my nose anymore. I've been chatting <laughs> with the actress for 20 minutes with a tampon up my nose and I didn't need it there. Well, yes, that's a show business. That's show business. And on that note, I am Australian. I am Icelandic. And together we make Australia. This was a minimal. It was a good minimalistic. You yes. did longer than I did. Yes, I have. You got quite a good tenor voice. Thank you very much. Well, it's because I've started my music career. I yeah, my music uh, never too late. <laughs> yes, never too late. Never too late. <laughs> the boy band. Yeah. Yes, you can look it up on the YouTube. Just mm-hmm. write never too late. It's a two and an eight, eight and, and an all eight. in one word. And our hit is called. Uh, I say hit because it's gonna be a hit. It's called In "Where's Iceland. Where's My Destiny." Where is my destiny? Oh, nice! I I like I love the music video. One of you guys is terrible at lip syncing. Oh, I think all of our all of the guys are terrible. At you something. were good. You were very good. Thank you. In fact, I would even say you kind of owned it. How? So there was choreography in that video. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to learn? Because <laughs> we had one night. <laughs> <laughs> we had like one dance lesson mm-hmm. and then one taping of the video. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Wow. It was, it was all in all, the whole endeavor was less than one day. And it was shot at Roof, wasn't it? It was shot at Roof. In downstairs? When yeah. you go down the stairs, you turn to your right and go around the corner. Uh, it was when you turn uh, the uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you can poke go poke yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well. but I know that that's it where was... we shot all the shadows for um, uh, Eurovision right same okay. room yeah was it the the huge room the huge white room yeah, it yeah. was the big one yeah it did that one and uh, yeah it was such it was so much fun because. Um, I'm, I'm not talking into a microphone, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, I, I, like, when we were we, we met for a dance lesson, yeah. that was the first time all the eight all eight of us were, were in the same room together. Oh, so you just wrote the parts and you all took turns? No, we kind of did it on the go. Like, we learned to dance, mm-hmm. and then after our choreographer left, Saga Sigurd, daughter, who we all love very much, mm-hmm. when she left, we started working on, okay... Who was singing what? Ah. And we just put, like, took, ripped up the whole lyrics in little pieces of paper and put it in a hat, threw it on the floor like dice. Yeah, and picked it up. Picked it up, and I got my two lines that way. It was totally random which lines were mine and which lines were anybody's. Is lines. there auto tune in there? Not that I know of, no. Because uh, part of the thing is that we literally try to do our best with w- all the time that we have. So uh, uh, if we, I, I, I might be some autotone tune there. I, I'm, I don't think so though. Mm-hmm. Did you like sense autotune? I'll have a listen again. Yeah, I'll have a listen again. I've usually got a good ear for it. I can hear when there's autotune. I mean, because when it was or, or pitch with, correction. Yeah, when it was called. like everything goose feet uh, bad. Yeah. 
that was part of the chart because we were trying to make You're it not, as good yeah, as yeah, we yeah. could. Yeah. Uh, it was good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I loved it. And we're already thinking about maybe going to have, a, have our own float at Gay Pride. Mm. <laughs> yes, I love <laughs> We're not really, but I decided to see your reaction. Well, I mean, you want to leave some of the things I do for me? <laughs> yeah. What would it like if you I've never been do? asked to have a float at Gay Pride? You should have. You, you should go for it. I've never been asked. I haven't even been asked to do anything. I mean, you could create it's the, your own it's float. the foreigner glass ceiling. Uh, I never get asked to do anything at Pride here. I have to make. I have to go to them. And I say, don't think I you do need something. to be asked to do stuff for Gay Pride. You should just. You should. Just Everybody else gets asked. Well, people who do less than me for the gay community get asked. Yeah, I should be asked. I'm not so sure that's true. It is my. I am not so sure it's true that everybody gets asked. No, most of the people who are involved in the um, like the the day on the, like the stage on the day, and like uh, you know the the marshal of the parade and different events that happen, they all get asked. Mm-hmm. I was I was part of the committee who planned the opening ceremony last year. Mm. Everyone who's involved gets asked. Okay, well I think everybody anyone can have a float. You just yeah. have to pay for it. Yeah, you should have you yeah. have to pay for it and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I thought uh, I was just kidding around that we were going to do it. Mm. But you know, if but it w- wouldn't surprise me, honestly. But could we? Because we're all straight. No, but they'd love it because you're all Icelandic celebrities. Yeah, and they'd probably give you something sooner than they give me something. Um, yeah. Why don't you do it as an experiment, and then we can just see? Are, are you why, sure it wouldn't like? Why, why don't we just mark here? That if you, you're going to try And I'll wait and see if I get asked And you just go in and go I'm famous Can I have a float? And they go yes But how, how would you Wouldn't that be like uh... <laughs> I just think it would be funny And yes. then we could have a whole thing about it How this was just A little experiment To see if Jono gets asked to do anything As the only gay comedian in this entire yeah, country I'll tell you the truth We've been talking about a uh, lot of things uh, We've been talking about doing For Vestlunamana Helki uh-huh. Like a Uti Rape Ho- fest Ra- yeah. Rape fest song Yeah, yeah, yeah We've been uh, thinking of uh, doing a, Probably a Christmas song If you do uh, a gay pride song uh, And you don't let me make a cameo I'll be pissed uh, One of the Yeah, one of the uh, ideas Was a gay pride song But I wasn't really sure If it was possible I thought I mean I would have thought that I, mean, I don't know how these things work any longer, but mm. I've, but then again, I, one of the floats on Gay Pride was just girls and pole dancing. Mm. Everyone's allowed to be part of it. Yeah. It's about it's a, it's about inclusion. It's about inclusion. So you can't exclude. If you went to them and said, "We want to do a float straight of, bears," we want to do a float of Never Too Late because you are straight bears. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to do that, they would. They probably love it. They love it because you're like we're straight men. Um, we don't have a problem with being gay. We mm-hmm. want to celebrate Pride with everybody else. Yeah. But if you did do a song and I wasn't at least asked to do something in the song, I think I'd be annoyed. Yeah, I think you, uh, I, I think you, I would love to have you like have a big part in a video or something. Because, um, well, if we do the gay thing, I haven't even thought it out. Yeah, yeah. I would do it together. You better get cracking. It's first week of August. Mm, yeah. Mm. It's pretty tight. Mm. But what would you... I, I Sorry, I interrupted you. Well, I actually... I mean, I can't... I have many thoughts about this boy band. And one was the uh, that we would be... I'll uh, uh, have a reality show. Mm-hmm. And you would be like... Uh, you would play the part of someone in the crew, like a publicity... Oh, yeah, PR yeah, like magazine. a producer yeah, or something you know, like Could that. you say that again, but cry? Yeah. Or like you cry. I lo- I, I've done or like a bear before. trainer? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, they wouldn't say that. They, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you uh-huh. could be a no. bear because it's a very good play on words. That would I train, be, I train if I did bears. it, could I play it like a ruthless bitch? I would love you to. I, yeah. I, I was a little afraid it would be too, too stereotypical to be the ruthless. Not, ruthless. not, no, but not a ruthless bitch as in, as in, oh my god, bitchy queen, but like, 
like produ- like I producers I've met mm-hmm. the kind of person who when you've given a whole plea to the camera for people to find your son and you're crying I would say to you afterwards I'm so sorry for your loss that was really touching we didn't get that last bit could you cry again yeah you yeah. could do that <laughs> absolutely I would love for you to be that type like mm. uh, yeah or or uh, like you could be like the uh, or someone comes up to me and says um we can't possibly film this there's an electrical fault over there i know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that we're not here to make positive memories ladies and gentlemen we're here to make good television mm-hmm. you could also be like the one who uh, who is the image create who creates our image mm-hmm. like uh, i recently tells, tells us what to wear i've recently cuz you know i watch a lot of reality tv I've become obsessed with the producers who are responsible for the drama. Yeah. Because that's who is. Yeah. Basically, they, they, they implant ideas uh-huh. in the reality TV show contestants. They go, so we're going to send you two on a lunch today. And then they take one of you aside and say, do you know what she said behind your back before? What we'd like you to do is just ask her about this. Give her a chance and see what happens. And the drama just sounds unfair. Hey, maybe you could play like a foreign, like a foreign producer who mm. is like uh, a big, a, a, a big uh, mogul in gay television. Mm, mm. And you saw our act and it would love for us to be part of like an internet. And you all have to pretend to be gay. Yes. But yeah. And you don't know. We I just, don't, I don't we know you're not re- gay. Reali- we just realized at yeah. the meeting yeah, yeah, that yeah. you think we are gay. And you're like, we got to go along with this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it could be like the movie uh, Three to Tango times eight. Yeah, and then maybe I try to come on to some of you as well. <laughs> yeah, you just have to go with it. Yeah, we'd have to go with it. Yeah, and <laughs> I love it. And, and at one time, one of us go, "Which one of you is there anyone who didn't have sex with him in the past week or so?" Nobody uh, raises their hands. Nobody raises. Their <laughs> Would I be German? I think you should just go for Australian. Australia yeah, and just go back to your my natural accent. Yeah, your natural. Is accent. it just is this just a ploy to get you to hear my natural accent again? Yes, it's it's all this time it's been a ploy. The, the whole the whole <laughs> bands, everything. It's I up. know how I'll get him to speak like that again. Now I think it would be great because uh, then then. Mm. Maybe Ruv or whoever is producing this mm. will pay for us to go to Australia. Oh wow! For a, an, 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 our bears on. They do have bear bears, bears down under. They bear week. Bear, bear week. pride. Yeah. Wow, that's that's an interesting. We should talk about this further off air. Um, but but yeah. <laughs> on that note, it's time for the, the embarrassment of the week. week. Do you have one? Yes, I do. What is it? I was traveling in Finland. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was traveling in a town called Yeveskela. 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 Yep. I do not know what Yeveskela means. It sounds like it means a prison for uh, youngsters. Okay, the singing can stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it is a great time. It's my third time there. It was my third time at that venue. I had two gigs back to back at that venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had twenty five minutes plus. I was headlining, and it was great. That's uh, at actually this at this uh, venue. I did my most uh, most of my improvising. A lot of jokes were born. It mm-hmm. was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But before uh, the uh, second thing, uh, like I uh, I come a bit late. I just I'm watching the guys who were before me who were very good. Mm-hmm. Well, they got laughs. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand what they were saying, but they looked pretty good. It looked like they were doing a great job. And um, this one girl comes up to me and says, Hi! And I go, Hi! Because I was thinking, Okay, maybe this is someone who I met last time I was here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's, she's so. So you're here? I said, yes, yes, I'm here. I'm just... I'm and just you're watching, there. Uh, I'm just watching these guys. I'm going backstage and... Uh, I'm so tired, I said. I was, I was just having trouble making small talk. Mm-hmm. So I was drinking this energy drink just to get m- myself going again. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, okay, um, when, when is the big party? When Where is the party afterwards? I said, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a party. 
I'm very tired, like I said that. But I'll see, I don't know. And uh, she was like, mm-hmm, yes. I was like, oh, this girl looks bad. Why is she still talking to me? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, uh, so I just went back. I said, okay, well, I have to go backstage now. Yes, we will be, we will be sitting in the front, she said. Like, okay, okay. And then I uh, finally come on stage and I uh, start talking and uh, and I would talk. I, one of the starting bits is about this Finnish drink called uh, Jalovino, which is uh, 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 horrific. Yeah, uh, it's their horrific drink. Mm-hmm. Every, every every country, country has a horrific yeah. drink. And uh, and it turns out the girl already has a shot ready for me of Jalovino, and she's like, "Here you go." Hands me it. I'm like, oh, okay, yes. And finally, I say, okay, I will drink this if you won't will stop talking during the show. And I did, and she didn't talk during the show. And then finally, uh, after after the show, I do go do some signing. And she and her friend are just standing by my table all the time while I'm doing the signing, like they're waiting for me to be done so I can take them partying yeah. and I'm all, all the time I'm thinking I, who, I don't know you I'm pretty sure I don't know you at all what are you expecting and why are you oh, okay if, are you doing <clears throat> the groupy thing if you were doing the groupy thing which I think you kind of are I guess uh, why are you being so uncool about it mm. because even if if I've if I had the interest of um, if if I would be open for groupies that night, which I wasn't, mm. because I'm dating back here in, in Iceland, in the land of ice, I, I have a super hot lady friend. Yes, you over do. Here. And <clears throat> even if I, if I didn't, I this would be such a turn off. Mm. Like a girl who's like so enthusiastic, like she's just there. She's just gonna just be. She's just. She's just putting her hooks in me, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just gonna... She's waiting for me to be done, and then she's gonna follow me out, and we're going to bar, we can go drunk, and whatever. It's such an uncool way of trying... Of being groupy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I guess it would be more cooler if she would just... Manage to make it look like she wasn't obsessed or with me. Like, yeah, she looked yeah. like she was. So after the signing, she's talking to me. Where is the party? Where is the party? And I said, I don't know. I'm just gonna um, t- talk to my pr- publisher here, and I'm going backstage to hang around with the comedians. We might go somewhere downtown uh, to a bar. I don't know where. I'm just. I have no plans whatsoever. I tell him, mm. and she says, Okay, but how can we contact you to know you, where you are? And I say. Well, yeah, you could, uh, you can't. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not giving you my phone number, and uh, so if you just, I'm sorry, I'm just going, and then I just go backstage and hang around with the comedians a bit and mm. uh, with my publisher. And then we later go outside, and I like I just I'm You're peeking to look for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. generally peeking. Are you still there? Okay, let's go. <laughs> and then I go to um, the, we go to this bar, uh, and lo and behold, the girls turn out to be there, and uh, she uh, is about to sit down with us. Uh huh. But the guys, I already told the guys about these girls, and so uh, they said, uh, they started talking to the girl like, telling her that these they, seats are reserved for other comedians or other people who are about to come. Yeah. Which, for the, our listeners, I bet you didn't know who Liz spoke uh, Finnish. Yes, yeah. yes, I speak perfect Gibberish Finnish. Yeah. It goes, uh, uh, it goes very well on a stage in Finland. Yeah. So apparently it does sound like, sound like Finnish, yeah, Finnish yeah, people. Yeah. However, uh, they were there, and uh, they uh, tra- they so, so the, the other comedians came and took those seats, and there were other people like strangers sitting at the table. We're sharing a table with strangers. Mm-hmm. The strangers stand up and leave, and I am actually sitting next to one of the strangers. And I'm first thing I thought, oh no, they're gonna sit over here. 
which they do. Yeah. And then, like, uh, one of the girls, like, the, the crazy eye girl gives me a poke, like, mm. pokes me in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I, go, I, I finally decided to confront her and say, like, um, okay, so what's up? What, what, is, what is your deal? She, like, I uh, just, uh, I want to talk to you and, uh, yes, have fun. And I said, yeah, it's all right. That's 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 all right to do that. Just be cool. Hi. Sorry. Have you guys gone out there? Yes. So the system is off? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's what I said. I just said, yeah, you, you can be here, sit with us or whatever. Just, just be cool. That's all I could say. Just be, just be cool. Yeah, yeah. Stop being so... Like because yes, do you think I am a stalker? Well, you certainly act you, like a stalker. You, you present the appearance yeah. of stalking. I, yeah, everything you've done so far, everything I know about you is stalkerish. And finally, my publisher just talks to her, gives her a talk, like for uh, two minutes. In and finish, I, yeah. And I start to talk to other comedians, and the girl leaves me alone after that. And finally, when they're done with their drinks, they just stand up and leave. And uh, I, she doesn't talk to me again. Uh, and I asked my publisher, what did you say? And she said, I said what needed to be said. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's, that sounds pretty gangster. <laughs> but uh, um, so she was a stalker. I don't know what she was. I think she was drunk and just super she was fangirly. Pro- she was pretty much, she was very drunk before she came to the show, I guess. Because I don't, she she maybe thought that she was gonna have a fun time with me, even if it wasn't a sexual thing or whatever. Yeah, I just I find it hard to connect with strangers. You find it hard enough to connect with people you know. Yes, and also connect with people. Well, sometimes I can connect with people I barely know if they're just fun and cool mm-hmm. and make make me at ease. Mm. This does not it make doesn't, me at ease. Especially when someone's waiting for you to say yeah. something funny. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. It's just not natural. So I kind of, I, I, I was hesitating. I was telling the story. I thought maybe she's a listener to the show. Maybe she, well, if she is, she should let us know. Uh, uh, lady stalker friend of Finland, let us know what was going through your head that night. I personally would love to uh, hear from you, uh, especially if you're a long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my embarrassment. It was, I, I'm not sure. I, I felt embarrassed the whole time. Because yeah. I didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah, I didn't want to tell her to uh, no leave me ever, the fuck alone. But no one ever does because you want to. You you appreciate the fact that they like what you do. Yeah. But sometimes when someone is a fan of your work and they don't understand that, that doesn't mean we're friends. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I want to hang out with yeah. you. I just want to, especially after you've done a show with other comedians, you kind of just want to debrief with them and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. chill with them. So, and so that's a, that's one of the best parts: hanging around with other comedians, getting to know them. They're just fun people. Yeah, and and especially when you get to travel abroad, you get to meet people from other um, communities yeah. and go, "What's it like over there?" You know, and that's and that's often how we get our next gigs too. Also, here's the thing. Uh, I would uh, like. I would never. I, I don't think I could have sex with a super fan. No, I. F- it feels very predatory. Yes, it is rapey. Yeah, it mm. feels like if if a girl like I love everything. I have all your books. I listen to all your podcasts. I I mm. like every. I like every uh, t- t- Twitter thing you do and everything. Mm. And you're going like, yes, this is. If I would have sex with her. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't feel right. Yeah, and, and part of the reason is because you just know you don't have to please them at all. No, you no, get no. to you. You basically going home with a toilet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so much more attractive when people don't like you that much. Yeah, or, or like, they, uh, or you have to impress them a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so much more attractive. Mm. If they're like laughing at everything you say, even if you're not trying to be funny, even yeah. if it isn't funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's like, oh no, it's this is. Oh wow. This is so not sexy. Well, my embarrassment's not that embarrassing. It's more weird. 
So I don't, I don't know if you noticed on the face space this week, uh, but uh, my uh, my relationship status changed. Yes, I did. <laughs> I noticed that. Uh, well, yeah, I noticed that while I was abroad. I think it happened yesterday. Oh, overnight! What? Like it, yesterday was the day. So it happened at midnight. So what is today's Thursday? We're recording this on a Thursday. It happened Wednesday. So Tuesday after midnight. So Wednesday early morning. But uh, you were in a relationship like a week ago. No, that's what it said. It was no, I, no, because it says the anniversary is the first of May. Right. Okay. So what's go- how? Okay. Explain to me. So, so just two nights ago, yeah, we were going to sleep. Uh huh. Me and Mister Frenchie. Uh huh. And I guess now that it's online, people can find out his name. Uh-huh. Um. But uh, we we were going to sleep and. Uh, and he was talking because we were earlier that day. We were talking about perfect Instagram gay couples and how they annoy us. You know, like there's there's people who get paid because they're good looking gay yeah, yeah, couples yeah. on Instagram, uh-huh. and 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 we were like, ah, someone should make an account that just like trolls them. Uh-huh. And and so then we've I, watched this space. He went and created an account called the Honest Gay Couple, uh-huh. and maybe we'll have fun with that title. Uh, but then later that night, he's like, oh, so, you know, I was thinking about changing my relationship status on Facebook. And I said, well, yeah, um, I, I guess you could do that. He's like, really? I can do it? And I said, yeah, you can do it. But um, you have to be ready for that. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, this is the first time I would be in a relationship on Facebook since my divorce. Uh-huh. This is the first time I would be in a public relationship. You need to be prepared that you're probably, because I'm online a lot, a lot of people know who I am on Facebook. You're probably going to get likes from people you don't know. You're going to get friend requests and comments. As long as you're ready for that, go ahead, do it. And he went, oh, you're talking shit. It's going to be like 10 people like this and that's it. And I said, uh, go ahead, do it right now. Go on, do it. So he did. Um, by uh, three p.m. yesterday, so less than tw- less than eighteen hours after, mm. four hundred and fifty people had liked it. Mm. Like that's huge. I've never seen anything like that before for uh, things that I alone have done. You know, when I've been part of of other people doing stuff. Um, but it, he was like, "Oh, you're right," and he got friend requests from weirdos and. And messages and, you know, congratulations from people he didn't know through his, like, uh, you know, so, so that it's not really embarrassing. It's just like, ah, I've inflicted the world of, of the internet that I know on him now. Yeah. I, I, uh, I kind of, but he wanted it. He wanted the, I've avoided that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not, I, you know, it's not like no, no tabloids are going to call me. Although a gay radio station in Australia mm. dedicated a, a song, gay a gay radio station in my hometown of Brisbane dedicated a song to me and then had a Facebook post. It was Sigaros. And then they said, congratulations on your new relationship. And I commented on it. I didn't know I was that newsworthy. And they well, responded with, duh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> they should do comedy. They should do comedy. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I was just the one thing that uh, confused me here is mm. just probably my brain being fucked up because I felt like I saw that change in your relationship status on no, Facebook it like happened, a week ago. It, it happened yesterday. Two, yesterday? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It happened yesterday. What? Mm-hmm. It so not does not so does not compute. Yeah, it totally happened yesterday. It feels like I saw it before I went to Finland. No, no, this did not happen. Maybe we because we had a conversation yeah. off air about this. Okay, before you went to Finland. Oh, I'm getting my uh, 
real life confused with my uh, cyber life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a non-cyber conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, ladies there and I gentlemen go. of Australia. I have a boyfriend. Yes, you do. And now I think, uh, do you have like, because we have 43 minutes, should we skip how to speak Australian? Yeah, well, I had one word to teach you, which was another word for vomit. I've told you, Chanda. Yeah. Spew. Spew. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, here's my suggestion. Yeah. That we should just stop with the how to speak Australian as a segment. Yeah. But um, and just teach each other whenever it comes up. Whenever it comes up, because yeah. it's hard to find them. We've taught each other so many yeah, things yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, and I find it to be less and less interesting. But we should ask the fans what they want as well. Yes, yes, yes. But they just want us to talk about shit. To talk about shit. Don't you? <laughs> Don't you, Clarice? You come in here with your cheap pumps and your bad perfume, your Kmart shoes. <laughs> Step away from the glass. Um, you use Nivea cream on your face. Uh, I, so sauce. now it's time for a gay to mystery. Yes, please. Can you start? Shh. Can I? Oh, God. Um. Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. Did you know, here's the thing I uh, discovered recently. Did you know, um, so you know how Icelanders don't really date? They just tend to have sex uh-huh. with each other and then see if it's good and keep going. Uh-huh. There's no word in French, there's no difference in the French language between dating and being in a relationship. Yeah. So if you date a French person and they're speaking English, they are likely to introduce you as their girlfriend or boyfriend, even if it's like the second date. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Interesting. But uh, uh, even if it's not exclusive? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, that, yeah. So- that sounds very... Uh, so in some ways, perhaps cool. I ended up in a relationship without really needing to be, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He's awesome. Uh, but He's awesome. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, in... Um, the, uh, after like when I when I became single again after being in a relationship for uh, quite a while, then I started meeting people, uh, hitta folk, and uh, not hidden people. Yes, I got started hitting people. Yes, I got hitting them in their vagina with my dick. You uh-huh. pummeling, <laughs> boom, boom. That's the sound of it. <laughs> oh God, that's not the sound. <laughs> No, 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 that's, no, it, no. that's you knocking on the vagina. Are you? Hello, hello. No, I would imagine it's somewhere like this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I had a friend, a straight friend, tell me. Apparently, here's this gay to me straight question. Yes, I got one. Okay, okay. So a straight friend was telling me the other day because there were some cheese slices. Who is this other straight friend? <laughs> <laughs> I have others. Um, he, we had some cheese slices. Yeah. And you know how they come and they're all in one, like one bunch and you've got to peel them apart. Right. He told me, like he said, he basically took two that were stuck together and said, what do you think this looks like? And he slowly peeled them apart. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I don't know. And he said, that's what a vagina's like first thing in the morning. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was very disgusted. It was gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they stick together in the morning? You asked me a similar question before, and uh, it's just. Uh, well, I just want to know. It's uh, my answer was it's, this is just very different, but it depends on the vagina. It's mm. all sorts of. I mean, I haven't checked every vagina up close, which I've woken up next to, so a lot of the time it's just. The, my first contact with the vagina in the morning is with my penis and therefore it is wet and I, it's no such thing as the cheese slice effect. Mm, mm. So, uh, no. Is that a title I mean, for the episode? Cheese the slice cheese slice effect. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it sounds like a straight friend is just straight up just going towards the vagina. Without stimulating just, it first. Yeah, but it's just opening it up. Killing it open. It just... Just, just for the cheese slice effect, yes. I just want to see it like. Oh, so now I'm, I'm not so sure about that. But maybe it was the kind of a joke, a gross joke. Maybe. Yeah. 
Was he a comedian? Because no. he shouldn't be. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was not a comedian. He was not a comedian. A comedian. Do you have any questions? Oh, I was hoping that I could find a parallel to whatever you were bringing. I know of a parallel. Yeah? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but the gay to be straight. I have a gay to be straight. Do I have a gay to be straight this week? Oh, I should think so. Because uh, if you don't, I have one that somebody asked me the other day. Okay. Mm. Which was that? Oh. Uh, another straight friend uh-huh. asked me the other day, because obviously when you're stimulate, because women get wet. They do. And asked me if they're, uh, so, you know, men have pre-cum. Pre-cum? Yeah. A little, little bit that comes out before. And he said, is it the same on everybody? Oh, interesting. Is it the same on everybody? It is not. No. <laughs> is it like the taste difference? No, it's just the amount as well. All right. Like yeah. some people, like it drips. Right, wow. Yeah, some people like gush. Like if, you, if you're if you stimulating them, they don't dot in their underwear. What? They wet their underwear. How, like, okay, this is an interesting thing. Um, I remember I went to a movie mm. with a, a few of my friends and um, it was an Icelandic movie. I went with uh, two of my female friends mm. and uh, there was one actor who had the full frontal nudity uh-huh. in, the, in the movie. And Is this actor now your agent? I will not... What? No? Yeah, because... Uh, well, f- first of all, I will never tell you what actors this is. Okay, okay, Because okay, okay. He, this is not a good story for me. Okay, okay, okay. This actor was had full frontal nudity, and on a ride back home from the movie, uh, uh, the two my my girly friends were talking, and they said, yeah, it didn't have a very big penis. Yeah, it was kind of small. And I said... Because I had slept with neither of those friends of mine, mm. so they did not, not didn't know anything about my penis at all. And I asked, "Well, okay, wait, okay, what if I had a small penis, really small penis, and you were just talking about small penises, mm. and how I didn't like, I don't like them? Mm. How can you?" What's up? Hi, hi. <laughs> Sorry for those listening. That was that. We're backstage at Tatnabio. And that was Havlede, who is my uh, sound and lighting uh, gentleman this evening. We're just finishing Australia, the podcast. But p- please, be here. If you, if you want to speak up, speak up at any time. We're talking about penis size. Yeah, well, okay. Well, all right. Um, uh, but you said to your friends, what if... Yeah, what if I had a small penis? How do you know if I don't have a small penis? And how can you talk like that about small penises in front of me? Not like not knowing because mm. you might just be hurting my feelings without knowing how did they take that and I w- they, they said ah whatever <laughs> they didn't care I don't know <laughs> uh, they assumed that I didn't have a small penis from the way I was talking to them because I wasn't really uh, fuck that <laughs> um, what I'm saying is how do you know that I don't have a big gush of pre-com because you were talking about the, like a dripping and some gushing, people like, dripping gush because like you were, it was uh, like because was you were weird. surprised yeah 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 because but when said, I said it no 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 I said some people I wasn't surprised until you had said it already no 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 okay so so you said to me <laughs> do some people do do men all have the same amount of pre cum and I said they do not you went really oh yeah 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 and I said yeah, yes but, then I said some people are gushers and you went really <laughs> but maybe check the Maybe my surprise. <laughs> maybe my surprise was like I was. Maybe I am a gusher, and I think what there are people out there who aren't gushers. No, I don't think you're a gusher. <laughs> I don't don't, don't I look like a no, gusher? No, you don't look like a gusher. <laughs> yeah, look, I've 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 been with guys uh, who are gushers. Do, are my cheeks too rosy? Like, I don't, yeah, you're <laughs> do embarrassed like, right now. Do I look like I have uh, a lo- like like I am hydrated? I don't know. Because I if I was it... a gusher, then maybe I would be dehydrated I all th- the time. No, no, no. I think it's I think it's a biological. What about you, Hadley? Are you a gusher? I don't know. You don't know? No. Like, is there a lot or is it just a bit? Oh, uh, not a lot. Not a lot, yeah. See, I, I, don't, I don't produce a lot. No. 
but but I've been with guys who are like you're like oh my god are you are like it's so much that you're like are you peeing? I would like, think the pre precom is more uh, practical for gay sex because it it's is lubricating. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, the female already takes care of the lubrication. Yeah, but gay sex is it's. Just, I mean, I've met guys who are like I'm self lubricated. You know, like they just believe <laughs> and they just think about it. You know, then they just open up. Maybe nah. I just just only sleeping with a lot of gushers. And also, here's here's another thing. Like if you if you're trying to have uh, and you know we're we're in Iceland where the majority of men uh, have foreskin. Mm -hmm. um, if you are if you have foreskin, you the head of your penis is more sensitive. So if yeah. you if you hit it in the wrong way, it it isn't pleasurable. It hurts. Mm -hmm. um, whereas when you're circumcised, there's almost no feeling there. So you can like just get out the blowtorch or the cheese grater, you know, whatever, bite it, whatever. Um, but I have tried in my life uh, uh, gay sex without lubricant, where I've been the top, and if it is not, it is it hurts. Yeah. It is I mean, uncomfortable. So. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is not, and it's like you actually have to stop and say, "Hey, can we please like just put something I on mean, there?" So those people, those guys, are saying they're self lubricating. I don't believe it for a second. I, I mean, how? They, I don't are know. They, are they Your butt doesn't really produce like stuff. Yeah, maybe it's just like maybe they, they're like, maybe mutants. they're mutants. They're like the, butt mutants. What's yeah. your special power? The power to lubricate my yeah, ass. Maybe in the future. Like, maybe in the future, all gays will be born with a lubricating... Assholes. Or, yeah. Oh. And people who are super straight are born without assholes. Yeah. And they, so they can't. So I, they poop through their pee hole? I don't know. Yeah, well, you... Imagine just, if you pooped through your You just forgot hole. that the asshole is more than it's just... It's a <laughs> More than just for fucking. <laughs> oh, there's that other thing, yeah. I don't really think about it. Sometimes I just wake up with one on top of me. And I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there you go. That was... That was a, I think that was a good game to me. Yeah, I think so, I think. And now I guess it's time for... The, the Ants of Agony. Yeah. This is a, a point... Hey, you could be part of this, Havlili. This is where Hunli and I give advice to people on things. So we have people write in sometimes, and they, uh, they, they ask us questions, and we give them advice. We do have some Ants of Agony questions. One of them today uh, came from a person on the interwebs who said, How do I get rid of hemorrhoids? It's like Preparation H. That's the only thing I know. What's Preparation H? It's like an I. I just know it from like uh, American comedy. Yeah, what is it? It's the cream that you put on your hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoid cream. Yeah, like rectogesic. Rectogesic. Which is actually also very good eye cream. It's the second coming of rectogesic. rectogesic. No, but I know that if you get really bad ones, you actually have to basically just put like a rubber band around them and tie them off until they burst. Ugh. Yeah, they're they're not like often a lot of women after they've had a baby get hemorrhoids because of all the pushing. Ugh, babies, babe. Oh, babe, you sounded like your bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you need any advice on um, on anything? Ask us. We'll we'll give it to you. Mm, no, I don't know. You have you don't need you you just it's like one of those I don't think I want to be involved in this sort of situations. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm so sorry. You just walked into this yeah. room probably to check on how are we going for tonight, and uh, we're doing the podcast. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah. So that's the only one. The hemorrhoid. There was another one asking how to tell when I'm available because I'm busy all the time. Mm. Uh, but uh, the answer to that question is: I saw the post. I will get back to you. Um, uh, okay. That was it this week. That, that was, was it this week. So let's mm. uh, plug stuff. What have you got to plug? I will be plugging my show, uh, my show, which is also Bilka's show. Which is happening now. Which is happening technically, on this Friday comes out. night yeah. at 9 o'clock at Rosenberg. There's only 1,000 kroners admission. Uh-huh. And check out the video to Never Too Late. Which you will post on the Australia page. Which I will post on the Australia page. Yes, and if you are coming to Reykjavik any time between now and the end of July, uh, I have regular shows at Tjartnabil, 
which is one of the most wonderful theaters in town. It's right next to the pond, right across from uh, City Hall. Uh, and my show, An Evening with Jonah Duffy, is a mixture of stand-up comedy and late-night chat show. Uh, you get to learn a little bit about Icelandic celebrities and also have some laughs. It's an hour you cannot miss, and it's only 2,500 kroner. Ticks available at midi.is. Ticks not available for uh, Bilgja and uh, Mies and mine show, and Bilgja and Bilgjas and mine Bilge, my, the show that me and Bilge are doing oh my God. Uh, on the internet, but they are available at the door, at Rosenberg, which is at Klapperstuhl number 27. The only Jewish town, uh, thing in town. Why? Ros- yeah, because yeah, Rosenberg. Rosenberg, it's a Jewish yes, name. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Icelanders don't get that. They don't get that. No. You can't tell Jewish names. No, Gold, we Goldstein. Can. Yes, yeah, yeah, we, we can now, but, but because... The rabbi. We watched a lot of, like... Uh, uh, Bell Brooks and the uh, Seinfeld, and now we uh, we are getting the hang of it a little but bit. Still, we don't. Still we you don't, don't really. No, you don't like, get. Oh yeah, Jew, because Jewish. <laughs> like if I said Shabbos, do you know what Shabbos is? And we know it's a Jewish thing. Okay, it's, it's basically it's, Friday. It's Friday. Yes, yeah. I, I did know that. Okay, uh, uh, because it's like uh, that famous metal band Black Shabbos. Yeah, Black Shabbos. I mean, you you can't. You need to. I mean, you're friends with Judd Apatow. You have to. Yes, but he's just a human to me, not a Jew. Not a Jew. <laughs> and on that note, he will never be friends with me now. Uh, this has been great. Uh, tune in same Australia time, same Australia channel next week. Peace out, motherfuckers. Takk fyrir að hlusta.